I'm Chip Freud, and this is the Artist Spotlight, conversations with contemporary artists based on five simple questions that explore the artist's journey, creativity, and sources of inspiration. Welcome to this episode of the Artist Spotlight. I'm Chip Freund, and today we're joined by Sarah Roberts, a mixed media artist based in North Carolina. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Before we dive into our questions, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you're currently working on or a project maybe you just completed? Okay, well, I um, all of my artwork is based um, on locations in the state of North Carolina. And I travel around the state and take pictures of things that seem interesting to me, like um, colorful leaves or other art or um, textures or historical buildings or well-known locations. And so um, I have in my studio, I have boxes of pictures that are sorted by color. And I um, go through those to decide what goes into the actual artwork. So currently I have about six paintings that are in progress that I paint the background in acrylics and um, they're all mostly mountain scenes because they're based on what I did this summer. So um, the backgrounds to most of those are painted and I'm getting ready to start going through um, my my photo bins and decide which um, flowers are going to go into them because most of the paintings have flowers and um, I probably will be working on some snowmen and Christmas trees for Christmas. Okay, well, that's helpful. Uh, and it sounds interesting. I look forward to seeing the, the work when it's done. I've always thought you've got such a, a sense of, of, you know, life and whimsy in, in your work that I just just puts a smile on my face every time I see one. So as we dive into our questions here, the first one is, you know, uh, what is your earliest memory of making art of any kind? I love that question. I was, I have a photograph that my mom gave me that just makes me smile so much because it's a picture of me as a tiny kid with a, a eight pack of Crayola crayons sitting at the table. But I don't remember that. I just love that I have that mm. picture. But my earliest memory of really making something was in preschool when we were given melanine plates and you could draw on them with markers. It was a really big deal to have a marker when you're three. And they were like, keep it on the plate and keep it safe. And my mom actually gave me the plate. So I have a picture of it here. I know that those of you that listen can't see it, but I have this, these little three-year-old drawings and they just make my heart happy because I remember making it and I remember wrapping it up and giving it to my mom for Christmas. And it was just, it was a delight to make. And what a wonderful inspiration that you still have it and have that connection to those early, early days. So as we move in forward in time, what brings you to your current uh, media or really mixed media? What brought you to this environment of creativity? So I grew up in the mountains of North Carolina and we didn't have art education. Um, you could get into band when you're in the sixth grade, but there was no uh, visual arts um, skills. And there was one art class in high school, but by the time you get to high school, you felt like, well, that's for people who are artists. So I never took an art class until I went to college and it was just, you know, the requirements of just basic art and an art history class. <clears throat> and my husband was was actually an art major. And he would haul me to the museums and be like, look at this, look at this. I'm like, mm, it's a blue wall. I don't know about that. 
And um, I, I didn't think too much about art other than that I really liked playing with mediums until I started teaching elementary school. And I would, um, when I taught um, first in kindergarten, we did centers and the centers were literacy based. There was like go read around the room and you'd walk around the room and write down words that you saw or you'd review poems that you learned in class with a little pointer. Um, and one of the things that kids could do was they could draw a picture from a book um, that we were reviewing for the week. And after a couple of years of teaching that, I started taking my, my kids that struggled the most that were typically felt left out. They were kind of, you know, outsiders, um, outliers, and they felt pretty bad about themselves because all these children were becoming literate and they were struggling with it. And so I decided that I was going to take all these old pictures that they drew and we were going to make an art gallery mm. and hang it in the hallway. And so we just put up a piece of poster paper and I uh, would cover up the names on the pictures and let these students that were struggling be the curators. And so they started curating this little gallery that we put on the wall. Um, and this is over in Durham, North Carolina in probably 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. And the other kids in the room were like, when do we get to do this? I'm like, oh, this is for a very special group. And all these kids wanted to be art curators. They wanted to be, they wanted to be a part of what we were doing. And I started seeing the power of making things mm -hmm. and the skills that students had where they, maybe they couldn't read, but they really could reproduce. And um, as I moved forward, I, I taught a lot of different grades. I taught fifth grade for a while, and we started integrating art into some of the social studies and some of the science, and, and those kids really liked it too. And I started thinking to myself, I really love this. I, I fell in love with art being something that matters. So um, by 2012, I was doing a lot of art-based things in our literacy groups, and I was back teaching a K-1 combo at that point. And a PE teacher came by my room and she's like, why don't you do this for a living? And I said, because mm. I've got three little kids and I can't possibly go restart school. And she's like, no, 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 you can go get your art add on. And I was like, what? Tell me more. So I looked into it and it was true. You could go take the art praxis, um, but you had to be able to pass it. And I had had no art education. So I spent a year of my life with every app that would go on the iPhone about art history, about art making, about art materials. I had uh, stacks of Praxis cards and I studied for an entire year um, and went and took it and passed it the first time around. And as part of that Praxis, it was not just knowledge of art or art history, you had to make mm -hmm. art. And so I was forced into going, well, geez, what do I make? I'm not a maker. I don't. I don't do this. And so I started just playing and I, I made, um, it was kind of like a whimsical driftwood piece that had things that hung on it. Something that maybe you could hang outside, um, had rocks that my children had collected and fishing line. And it was just this kind of, um, jumbled piece that was really interesting, but I didn't fall in love with the process of making it. And then the other piece that I made for that process was, um, I got a canvas and I painted it in brown <laughs> and I wanted to put um, bright colors on it, but I didn't know what. And I started thinking about how many photos I have. And I literally have 
I think a hundred thousand plus pictures on, on my hard drive. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and I started thinking about our state magazine and our state magazine is a North mm -hmm. Carolina based magazine. Where all the pictures in it are from North Carolina. And I had many of those magazines. And so I started going through them and just pulling out pictures and they were so full of like vibrant rainbow colored things that were so beautiful. And I was like, I want to do something with this. And so I started thinking about, well, what, what could I put into this piece for this praxis? And I finally settled on this little, it was a little bird sh shape cutout. So I started cutting bird shapes and then I put them in rows onto this canvas and called it Birds of Carolina. So they were little bird shapes with the photographs of different places in North mm -hmm. Carolina inside of them. And it turned out really great. Like somebody saw it and they wanted to buy it from me. I'm like, no, this is, this is the, this is the genesis. I'm, I have to, you know, kind of stay with this. And so for a long time, I just loved that idea. And I started making other pieces that had, you know, photographs on them that were from our state, but that process is very challenging um, because of the paper is so thin mm. and it wants to ripple and it's, it, and to get it into rows is really, really challenging. And so one day I was like, this is silly. Why am I not using my own photography? <laughs> so that's when I started printing my own pictures and sorting them into colors. And for a long time, the artwork was all like true wine bottles repeated or um, uh, dogwood flowers repeated. So they were all things from North Carolina that were repeated. And eventually I was like, I think I want to do something else. So I started using locations in North Carolina that were representative of the, the beach or the Piedmont or the mountains and then putting objects in them. Most of the time it's flowers because that's what I love. Um, and also it's just nice and bright colors. So the, all of that kind of came from trying to pass that praxis <laughs> and it kind of morphed into what I make today. Wow, what a great Genesis story for your, uh, for your art career. That's very cool. One of the things I've enjoyed about doing this podcast is everybody's got a different path to where they are as an artist. Um, you know, I'm for the most part, I'm fully self-taught. I took one photography class in college and I had some rudimentary art growing up, but all of the things I've really taught myself uh, similar to, I guess, how, how you got there, but you had a, a motivation yeah. to get through the praxis. You know, yes. yet other artists, you know, have uh, I've had on the podcast have had a bachelor in fine arts. I think even had a, a master in fine arts. And um, it's just an interesting uh, field where you can get to be a professional artist via so many different paths. True. Which then brings us to what inspires your art? Where does it come from? So um, I've already mentioned that it's all North Carolina based. I moved to North Carolina when I was in the first grade and I lived in the Piedmont up by Hickory in North Carolina. And then we moved to Franklin and I stayed there until I was a senior in high school. And then we moved away. I went to college in Minnesota. We lived in Arizona and California. And when my husband and I had two of our kids we were like, mm, don't want to stay out in California raising kids. And I was like, well, I was a governor's page in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was pretty great. And so we decided to move back here and we ended up moving just north of Wake Forest. And we've been back here for almost 20 years. So a lot of my life has been spent in North Carolina. And um, we grew up in a family that 
really um, didn't have a lot of means. Um, and so our entertainment was being outside. I mean, we just spent all of our time in the woods, climbing trees, catching crawfish. Um, if we went on vacation, it was tent camping, um, you know, and every once in a while we go all the way to the Outer Banks, which was a really big trip. It was like seven, eight hours in a car. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of my time was spent outside and I just, I just adored knowing the name of a new plant mm -hmm. or learning about a, a new animal or what their habits were. And so I just had a love for that and it was my entertainment mm -hmm. growing up. Um, so I, part of coming back to North Carolina was just remembering all, all of those positive things um, about our state that were just so beautiful. And so when I started making this art um, and, and using my own photography, it made sense to use the, the photography that was all around me. Um, and I have made pieces for other people out of state that are focused on their areas. So I, like I did a Minneapolis one for a friend and the photos from from in that piece were all from many were all from Minnesota. So I've done that for other places, but my focus primarily is is here in what's all around us. And you know, I think that a lot of it comes from finding joy in small things. Um, when you can find beauty in a leaf laying in your on your sidewalk or you can find joy in just someone else's artwork that's so vibrant and beautiful. And you can zoom into a small piece of that and just capture it in a new way. Um, all of those things, it's accessible because I can drive to it and I can get to it without having to go very far. Um, but I also, when I go on vacation, even if it is further away, I just delight in, in being able to look back at my photos and be like, you know, that was just remembering all the good things about taking a break from regular life and spending time with friends that matter. So all of those things tied up into this because each of the each of the flower pieces that go into the artwork are a different photograph and if it's not flowers then you know sometimes it's umbrella pieces for like a beach or sometimes it's animals like octopuses and seahorses and things like that that but each part of that is a is a really like when i'm making it i just all i can think is like yeah that was so great i remember when i went to you know, UNCA and they have these incredible fiber arts pieces there and we were on a college tour or I just, I remember all of those things as I'm making. And so it's very delightful to work because it's just filled with really positive memories and it's all tied together by being a part of our fantastic state. Well, cool. Uh, clearly taking your love, but you then become a great ambassador for the state. Um, I too am, uh, a, have come to North Carolina. I did not, uh, uh, was not raised here, but came for vacations as a kid uh, from Ohio. And uh, when we had an opportunity to move down here about 20 years ago, we did the same. Um, it's just such a wonderful place to live. What advice would you give to uh, an artist just starting out, wherever they are in their journey, you know, what, but they're in the beginning of it? I would say to anyone out there that is really inspired to create, to not give up, um, this is a very self-propelled um, profession. This is, it's, things are, don't expect things to fall into your lap. Um, you have to pursue, you have to market, you have to 
keep going after things. You have to apply with the expectation that you probably won't get into 98% of what you apply to. And that um, it's a very opinion based um, uh, profession and somebody can love what you do and somebody else might dismiss what you do, but it doesn't make it any less. So I would say persevere, get yourself out there, market the heck mm -hmm. out of yourself, apply to everything that you can apply to. Um, and keep finding something that is your own. And my process is collage and people have collage for, you know, hundreds of years. Um, and they've used found objects and things like that, but they haven't quite done it the way I do it. And I think it's important to find a process that's kind of yours, um, because it will help set you apart. Oh, I think that that's very sound advice. Um, the idea that, you know, you'll be discovered is a, a fallacy. You, you've just got to work you gotta put it out there um and network and network talk to people i mean i have a mural up in wake forest right now because i i worked with guilds and i worked with the renaissance center and i found out about opportunities and if i if you don't do that you'll never know because they won't just come walking up to your door and be like hey i heard you're an artist exactly <laughs> Can you make exactly this? exactly <laughs> um well good advice there and that brings us to our last question, which is what artist would you have our listeners go check out? Well, my inspiration, and I still give a little ode to her uh, in my own paintings, is Jane Filer. Jane is an artist that um, is based in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. She was she worked for the university and was a teaching artist for a long time. And now she resides between Chapel Hill and New Mexico. Um, and Bald Head Island. She's got three locations. And her artwork is, it's not something that you can go purchase because she's in such high demand that it goes straight through an art dealer and then it's sold immediately. But you can see it locally. You can go to the RDU airport and go down by um, the, the overseas dismissal area. And there's a mega um, mural that she painted down there. Her artwork has been purchased by Duke Hospital and is in some of the big offices at Big Duke. And you certainly can view it online. And every once in a while, she still offers um, a class that you can go join her at. So if you watch her on her on her website, but you know, she's I went to two retreats with her down in, at Emerald Isle. And she would take the time to show us her process. And she's a visionary artist and she doesn't know what she's going to paint until she just starts putting some paint down and she blocks it out. And then she's like, hmm, I think this looks like a person down here. And Oh, I think this mm -hmm. looks like this. And just to watch the way things unfold in front of her is she, she almost goes into this trance like state and the pieces that she produces are full of color. They're also very North Carolina based. You can tell if she was at the ocean when she painted one, you can tell if she was in Chapel Hill when she painted one, but they're full of whimsy and personification and joy and um it's just a really unique style that i would recommend anyone go check out excellent i love to have that tip i look forward to exploring it i'm sure i've seen the piece at the airport i just haven't connected the dots on that one so thank you and that brings us to the uh, the end of our questions and uh, our time together today and i thank you for it it's gone by very quickly and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I. 
Oh, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay. And for our listeners, uh, if they want to check out your art, I know it's available at the Cary Gallery of Artists because we share that together. Uh, I believe you're also on Facebook at Sarah Roberts Studio. Sarah Roberts Studio on Facebook and on Instagram. I also am am a guest teacher at the Renaissance Center in Wake Forest, and I have my art up there oftentimes as well. Excellent. Well, again, thank you. This has been another episode of the Artist Spotlight. Please tune in next time as we uh, encounter yet another North Carolina artist. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Artist Spotlight with Chip Freund. Find accompanying blog posts at chipfreundphoto.com slash blog. And you may subscribe to our show on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like listening.